When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to your Friday Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. And we're happy to have with us today the uh, food and dining editor of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and co host with Steph Hansen of The Weekly Dish, which can be heard here tomorrow. Steph from 9 to 11, right? 9 to 11. Okay, there we go. Filling in and Elizabeth Reese doing the driller today. Oh, good. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so just a couple things. Okay. This Sunday, of course, I know people are very excited. Big Little Eyes is back. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And um, people are really excited about that. And Meryl Streep is joined the cast. And Lianne Moriarty, who wrote the book Big Little Lies, wrote a 250-page novella, because these are her characters, gave it to, um, what's Michelle Pfeiffer's husband? Uh, the, David E. Kelly. Yeah, so he did the screenplay. So she, the the original author of the original source material thought of the continuation of this storyline. Plus, the that miniseries stayed really true to the book. The only storyline that was really kind of cut out was the Zoe Kravitz, the younger wife. Yeah, that of yeah, yeah, yeah. The ex, she, her, she, there's more to her story that maybe we'll get from that book. Remind me again, whose ex was? Did she marry? Which female character's wife was this husband? <clears throat> she before? is married <laughs> oh, yeah. to. Uh. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't have everything straight. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is it Reese's ex? She's ex, married to her first okay. one. Got yeah, right. and so Leanne Moriarty's. You know, she's almost all of her books are headed to the screen now because of Big Little Lies. Because of Big Little Lies, right? So Jennifer Aniston is starring, is attached to the long, and this is. I think the first book that we ever read of Lyons, What Alice Forgot. Did you ever read that book? I did. It's about a divorced woman who forgets 10 years of her life. So yes. Jennifer Aniston is attached to that. The Husband's Secret, which is another really good book. Blake Lively <laughs> will star in this uh, bestseller about three women all reeling from one man's lies. Then... Truly Madly Guilty, another Lianne Moriarty book. Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman bought this mystery about a town-wide barbecue gone wrong. And they bought it prior to Big Little Lies. So you know they're working on that next. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Nine Perfect Strangers, which was Lianne's last book that came out last fall. Nicole Kidman um, 
is going to start and produce it and and that and uh whether or not it'll be filmed in Australia because all of Lyanne's books take place in Australia. Right, That's where right, she lives. Right. And so anyway, she has uh lot in the hopper yeah. just from Big Little Lies, the success hot, of hot. that. Huh. Little, little reminder this Sunday on Turner Classic Movies. What? Thirteen movie marathon on Doris Day. Oh, you're kidding! No, and I just wanted to remind oh, people. Oh, I love Doris Day. Yes, it's going to be. A tw- it's going to kick off Sunday morning at six a.m. with Romance on the High Seas. Good, and then well, it's an Magic. One, okay, uh, which she's or no, it's that's Romance on the High Sea is the song she sings. It's Magic, it's which magic. is Oscar yep. nominated. Yeah, Love Me or Leave Me with. Jimmy Cagney, okay. Calamity Jane in the Afternoon, mm-hmm. Secret Love, and then uh, Please Don't Eat the Daisies, Pillow yep. Talk, and Pillow Love Talk. Come Back. Pillow Talk is my favorite. Yes. Love that, that. That is going to be on, Pillow Talk is going to be on at like 6 o'clock. Anyway, you could DVR yeah. it. And then also on the bill on Turner Classic Movie, that Sunday afternoon, this Sunday, yep. at one they they're going to show her... Um, uh, one of Doris Day's Tonight Show appearances, oh. where she talks to Johnny Carson about her screen image, why she became an actress, and her views on living together before marriage. So that's oh. a DVR alert. Okay, I like that. I told people I, we would try and remember that because we're like, oh, when a, when's Turner Classic Movie going to do the Doris Day? Seriously, the but, compilation. I know they had, didn't they just they, do Audrey Hepburn too, not too long ago? Or? Probably I for her so. birthday or yeah, something. Yeah. And it's always Clint Eastwood. Always, every, always, every yeah, week. I, I think the Magnificent Ambersons is on tonight. If you ever read any of those, and that's books. a staple. Staple, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turner Classic. Yeah. Uh, by the way, posted on our show page um, is Michael Douglas. Now we we know that um, Brad and uh, Jennifer Aniston's former place. It's probably been owned by who knows how many people since they broke up. Right, is on the market for forty nine million. I really like that they got Michael Douglas, and this is posted. You can watch him do this. His mansion, is this in Beverly Hills? No, it's overseas. I it's thought. in Mallorca. Oh, Mallorca. Yeah, yeah for Where Spain. Prince used to own a place. Yeah. Okay, so he is, real estate is not moving, so he decided <laughs> to do his, you know how they do the video? Yeah, yeah, the, the tour, the tour. He's narrating it. Here we go. Many of my friends have stayed at Sestaka. And we've enjoyed wonderful times here together. Sestaka has its own olive groves and vineyard. Naturally, there's a fine cellar in which to store the award-winning wine. Over the past 30 years, I've put my own mark on the place, completely modernizing and redecorating the old buildings that were built by the Archduke. The estate now has seven separate buildings containing five apartments with ten separate bedrooms. Up to 20 people can stay here in great style and comfort. The estate has more than 200 acres from the mountains down to the shore. But my life has taken a new course and now it's time for me to let someone else enjoy the privilege the adventure of Sestaka. Someone who will appreciate the beauty, the privacy, and the uninterrupted views. How generous of him. Yes. How generous. How about that, though? Okay, so he and his first wife bought this place for three and a half million dollars, like 
Wait. 40 years ago. Oh, wow. 40 years ago when he was married to the one he cheated on yeah, all the yeah, time, yeah, Deandra. Yeah. Deandra. Deandra. Um, and uh, so he, it has been on the market for five years. Uh-oh. Oh. Huh. They listed it for $60 million <laughs> five years ago. Oops. And um, now it's at 32. Yeah. So apparently Austrian Archduke Ludwig Salvatore uh, built it in the mid 19th century. And he used to invite, according to Douglas, if you keep watching the whole video that he narrates, Salvatore would invite Empress Elizabeth of Austria to visit him and take rides on his yacht, which was docked on the port of the island in front of the estate. That sold me right there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my gosh. But who can really, uh, yeah, you just got to wonder. I mean, there's plenty of people who would drop oh, sure. a bunch of millions for that kind but of stuff. But it's been on the market for five why? years. I wonder why. I don't know. Too much money. Uh-huh. Too much money. So it's a magical 200 retreat. acres, for God's yes. sake. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it would be big news if uh, Brad and Angelina ever sell Chateau Miravel. Yeah. That is huge. That's a working vineyard. I think I they know. might just keep that as a business. They should. Yeah. I Miravel mean, is out. I mean, you can buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, yes. No, that rosé is, oh. everyone says they it's, love it. It's so good. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of the only bottles that really can command that like $32. $30. Yeah, yep. for rosé. Because mm-hmm. it's such yes, a fresh yes, press. Yes. It is. Okay. Uh, also... Um, are you a Tony watcher? The Tonys are on on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, kind of. I dip watch it, it if I can. Yeah. Yeah. I'll for sure watch it the next morning. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's my thing too. Is kind of. I want to see things. I got to see get, big like, little, little eyes. Little, yeah. I got to watch that in little real things. time. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, uh, the Tonys, I don't know, Johnny, do we what? do we care who wins or we're just there for the performances? I don't care who wins. No, I'm just yeah. there for the performances. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. By the way, if you wanted to know um, uh, performers with the most nominations, that would be Cheetah, Rivera, and Julie Harris. They both had 10. Oh. Have had 10. Okay. And Angela Lanbury has won the most as an actress in a musical four times. Oh. And she's hosted more Tony telecasts than anybody else, but it's been a long time. Between 68 and 89, she hosted telecasts all the time for the Tonys. Angela Lansbury? Yeah. Oh. There he goes. There it is. What else do we know? Uh, the first actor to win Best Actor in a Musical for playing a female part? Victor Victoria? I don't know. Wait, Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Oh. Edna Turnblad sure, yeah. in, in Hairspray. In Hairspray. That's yeah. such a good role. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only tie for Best Musical that ever happened at the Tonys was The Sound of Music and Fiorella in 1960. Wow. Fiorella's mm-hmm. about New York's mayor, Fiorella. Oh, it is. Yeah, Ferrella LaGuardia. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good memory there, yeah. Donnie. And it's the Tony Awards are named after Antoinette Tony. Antoinette Perry. Oh, Antoinette, <laughs> Antoinette Perry. That's I knew it was something part. tricky. But that, that was kind of close. <laughs> uh, why was why was she? Uh, yeah, who was I she? I have to research what her. She was important in the theater important world. To the theater that they yeah. named it after her. Here's what I let's see. Um, the price to get in, it was at the Waldorf. It cost $7.50, and it was for the 46th season on Broadway, which was Annie Get Your Gun, Born Yesterday, Ingrid Bergman was there, Marlon Brando, Mary Martin, Ray Bolger, Ray Helen Bolger. Hayes. Now there's a theater in her name. Gas mm-hmm. was 15 cents a gallon. Bread was 13 cents. Since, at the first Tony's? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. And opening in 47 was A Streetcar Named Desire and All My Sons by Stella. Arthur Miller. Wow. Stella. 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 So that is happening on Sunday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else is happening? 
in the world of, um, well, it's been a week since Always Be My Maybe started streaming yes. on Netflix and the Keanu Sans happened all week long. <laughs> and I introduced you to you, um, my new favorite Twitter account, which is Keanu Reeves Walks to Music. To music. Yeah, right. Donnie, they oh added more. It's I so know. good. Keanu is surprising and delighting people and Always Be My Maybe is... Um, he he just it is it isn't as random as his appearance in a movie. Ninety nine percent of people probably haven't watched yet, but it this is a good movie even without him in it playing himself. Yeah, it uh, he he Keanu is just oh he is just something else. Anyway, they're calling always be my maybe this summer's to all the boys I've loved before. Did you watch that movie last summer on Netflix? That was kind of the summer rom com. Oh yeah, to all the boys yeah, I've loved I before. Did watch that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, it's it's a good movie. Well, if Ellie you Wong it. is hysterical. If you've ever, I watched her do stand up. She is just sharp as a tack. Yeah, I just have loved her. She's mm-hmm. just one of my favorite comics. Jeez. So. And it, well, in Keanu last night was at the Saint Laurent show in Malibu. Hello, I think you posted a photo of a photo of Miley. Isn't she the new face of Saint Laurent? Yes, Saint-Laurent. I did post Miley. Yeah, he arrived hand in hand with Alexander Grant, the visual artist. But they've been friends for years. They've and been years. friends for oh, years. Go way back. Yeah. Who can he date? Like who? why Keanu? Oh. I mean, like, who? I said Angelina Jolie and Julia almost bit my head off. Yeah. <laughs> what about Halle Berry? Halle she almost Berry. bit my head off, too, too for that trouble. one. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Angelina Jolie is just not... Yeah, no. She's just not chill enough for him. Antoinette Perry. Yes, who is she? She yeah. was the founder of the American Theater Wing, which oh. is all about Broadway. All right. Yeah. She provided... Uh, you know, you remember the stage door canteens during World War II? They fed all the servicemen in American cities, and after her death, her friends and colleagues said, we need to memorialize her contribution to the American theater. And when they launched the Tonys... That's how we're going to honor her, by naming the award after cool. her. Okay. Yeah. All right, there you go. Listen, when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is joining us. Day. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, Elizabeth Hi, Reese. Girls. What a delightful surprise to have you giving us our dirt alert. Oh, gosh. I'm just happy to be here. It's so nice to be with you guys on this Friday. Holly wasn't feeling that well, so I said I'll step on hey, in. Step on up. Thank you so much. Got to have a girl's back. That's absolutely right. Okay, I have lots of dirt to get to. Let's start with, um, you know, Lori, I'm glad that you wanted me to talk about this story in particular. This is this When They See Us show that is on uh, Netflix Mm -hmm. about the Central Park Five and about just how horrible that was. So we've been talking about this a little bit in the Dirt Alerts at 820 and 1220. Did you watch it? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I haven't oh, watched it yet, but I heard really you good. talking yeah. about it, and then I started diving into all of the stories about mm-hmm. it, and it's on my list to watch. I'm hoping to get to it this weekend. But Linda Fairstein, who is portrayed by Felicity Huffman in this miniseries, mm-hmm. When They See Us, she is the prosecutor who prosecuted the Central Park Five. Now... The fallout has just been going one thing after another for her. Her um, nonprofit organization started having conversations about not having her on the board Mm -hmm. because of this situation. And um, now it's just continuing. Her book publisher has kicked her to the curb. She will no longer have a relationship with Dutton, which confirmed it had terminated its relationship with her as a she's a best-selling crime novelist. Well, I mean, she wouldn't be in all this trouble if she wasn't so insistent that they were involved when they have been 100% exonerated by evidence, DNA, and otherwise. Yeah. Felicity Huffman plays her, and she was the prosecutor who led to the wrongful conviction of five teenagers for the 1989 rape and beating of a female jogger. Remember, it was the Central Park jogger Mm -hmm. case. I mean, it was huge news. Um, And now that... It's just such another interesting example of how these... TV miniseries have real life consequences for people that they are really digging into stories that haven't been told in other ways. And so, and when people see these in mass, you're just outraged. outraged. You can't even believe that, you know, that they could have a 13 year old locked up away from his parents and a lawyer for 15 hours. I know. I mean, it's just shocking. Yeah, it totally is. The injustice of it. And maybe it's like we needed that space and time to really kind of be able to have like a step back from all of the hype and the craziness around it. Well, Ava DuVernay did the same thing in this like she did with Salma. She makes it very real yeah, yeah very true so linda fairstein um resigned from at least two nonprofits Whoa. as well as from vassar college and glamour magazine also said it was a mistake to give her the woman of the year award in 1993 adding they wouldn't do it again there you go wow, wow. Yeah. i guess Slap. big deal okay so how do we find out everything about celebrities and their money it's through court records right yep. it's yeah. when things mm-hmm. are made public and that's what's happening with joey fatone oh. uh jo- divorce documents have been made public and he has a monthly gross income of thirty seven thousand nine hundred and ten dollars in addition to uh one thousand three hundred twenty seven wait $1,327,600 in stocks in retirement. Can you tell it's the end of the day on Friday? Yes, I know. Yeah, I, know. I mean the numbers. You, we hear you. Um, and then his monthly expenses are about $21,000. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so what does he get? They his? didn't have a prenup. No, that's, that's the, why this exactly. is all coming out. So it's all coming out. Records were released today after Fatone filed for divorce from his estranged wife, Kelly Baldwin, mm-hmm. after 15 years of marriage. Oh, it's his high school sweetheart. I know. I don't know. They have two daughters, one who's 18 and one who's nine. But yeah. he's moved on. He's dating a 33-year-old Isabella Rajo. Everyone moves on, moves so, on fast. so fast. How about, did you not love Arena Shake's stage uh, leaving her uh, Beverly Hills mansion that she has with Bradley Cooper in her uniform, you know, her one piece, her jacket. Her, I mean, she just looked like a boss model when she left that house. She totally did. And she, she was called like, everybody. Oh, yeah. Here, I, this is when I'm leaving. 
show up. There's the limo. Yep. And we'll be ready to go. Yep. Where's the kid? I mean, she just, it's such a super, it's almost like it's an advertisement for something. Yeah, well, what is. is the breakdown there? So People Magazine reporting this afternoon that they spent a lot of time apart before the split because of work. I mean, it always gets to be that. Yeah. And that arena is not focused on the celebrity part or on the fame. She just wants to protect her family. This is very interesting because the story yesterday yeah. was that he was very into spirituality and wants to live this quiet life and she wants to be out and partying today. So that was from Team Bradley That Cooper. was from Team Bradley and Team Arenas. It says... Bradley is very into work and is trying to take advantage of every career opportunity right now. They spent a lot of time apart. Don't you remember a couple years ago when they had that very visible spat at Wimbledon? Yeah. And they tried to say it was allergies? Yeah. Yes. These two have been just trying to, they, they, they were in an orgasmic haze. They were trying to make it work, but they couldn't be more different. They're going to be happier apart. And yeah. they have a two-year-old daughter. Yeah, but she won't even remember her mom and dad together. It's the best way to get divorced. Yeah, that's or probably split right. Up, I guess you yeah. don't remember your parents being together. Yeah, I think it, later on it's probably harder when you were grieve they, what you had. They well, were never married, right? No, no they, they were they, never married. Okay. They've been engaged for three years. Okay. That could also be it. Yes. Right. Speaking of people who get married a lot, let's talk about Nicolas Cage and the interesting <laughs> thing that he's up to. What's he up What's to? Up? So he was spotted. This is just kind of funny. He was spotted shopping with his ex-wife, his third wife and their son just days after splitting from his fourth wife. Oh, oh this is the third wife who's like um, he met her at a restaurant. She was like serving at a Japanese restaurant in LA and then they lived in New Orleans for like 10 years together. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. have a son. Yeah. yeah, and they have a son together and so they were out and about shopping. All the pictures look like everyone shopping in Nicolas Cage is just on his phone, but you know, yeah, okay. whatever. That's probably <laughs> reflective of a lot of normal families yeah. in America today. Um, he was in his relationship with his fourth wife for just a few days in their marriage. Yeah. And then ended up splitting up, saying I that they were very intoxicated. I wonder what he had to write her a check for or whatever. It had you know? to be. A, Nicolas Cage's money situation is also something that fascinates me. Yeah. Like it's good or bad. It's horrible. Yeah. He spends so much money on weird stuff that's yeah. worthless. But he sold all that real estate and I think he's just fine now. I think he had a Remember when he bought all those like yeah. um, statues? Oh, yeah. stuff. Yes. I've seen his pyramid uh, mausoleum in New Orleans at that famous cemetery. Man. Oh, the Perry Lachaise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Elizabeth, have a great weekend. You Thanks too. for Bye, filling lady. in. Mission of threats. He made. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What is going on there? I'm getting all audio from all different weird places here. Hang on, with, hang on, guys. Hang on. Okay, there we go. Oh. We're hanging. We're hanging. Okay, there we go. Oh, thank you, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. He's got to play a little bit more friends for. He's born on day. Gotta have a little bit more done. What a great song. So many good songs. Oh, Prince. Yeah. Okay, so Johnny, what do you got for us oh, for uh, right. I know watching I on the boob tube? I mentioned this to you, uh, I think, yesterday, Lauren. I watched it last night. This is on HBO, and it is called uh, uh, Cold, The Cold Blue. Mm-hmm. I saw and I saw this. Is it, oh, you want to DVR it? 
It it is amazing. The cold blue. So what it is, is uh, the director, William Wyler, in uh, 1943, he flew with the 8th Air Force. He and other documentarians, and they filmed the air war in progress. They went up with the crews. One of them, cinematographers, actually lost his life. So this is that story. Didn't we see William Wyler? Isn't he one of the directors in that other thing about World War II? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Now, all of this is in color. It was all filmed in color. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, there isn't any real sound. They throw in, like, sound effects sometimes. So there isn't any dialogue or sound, but all the, all that you see is in color. And the narration is supplied by all of these 90 plus veterans wow. talking. And they were all from the same crew yeah. that flew in this one plane. And it I'm sure was, it's so vivid. Oh, it to them, was, it you was know? Un, un, I unbelievable. Yeah. I'm getting chills just really? talking yeah. about okay, it. Okay. All right. I'm going to DVR. You, and watch you might, it. uh, you might have to have a tissue handy. Okay. okay. It is incredibly moving. So do check uh, on HBO. It is called the cold blue. Okay. And of course I got to mention, uh, I've already watched a couple of episodes. If you're in the black mirror, that has come back. And I enjoyed the first two episodes. They were very thought-provoking. Did you watch Handmaid's Tale? Did you watch any oh, of that I yet? I absolutely did watch Handmaid's and, Tale. Because, God, the reviews are kind of, like, lukewarm. But no, I'll watch I, it anyway. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. You know, we can't say what happened in the first episode. But my favorite, did you watch it, Lauren? No, I haven't watched it yet. Here's what I want you to watch for. in the, in the the At the very end of the first episode, mm-hmm. I want you to look and. The eye acting again, Elizabeth Moss. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. the best eyeball actress. What, you watch her very last... Something is said to her. Okay. And Offer. watch... Okay. Uh, something is said to offered uh-huh. by someone else, and watch her expression in that very last right. shot. Do you watch that show? I don't. No, okay. I don't. I read the book a million years ago, and I never uh, haven't gotten into it. I know. hated the book. Oh, I love the book, but you that did? was like... I read it like right in my very beginning form in his feminist yes, years. I, I was know, like 18. I know, I know. I, but, yeah. yeah. All no. right, who's next? Okay, what okay. do you got, Steph? I might, how, many, how many do I get? Like three or four, okay. whatever things you got how going on. How get? many do yeah. I get? You probably so, could give us 12. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so Ola Arepa, I want to talk about that place, which is uh, in Kingfield, which is uh, the guys who have Hi Hi in Northeast Minneapolis. This is their first restaurant. You guys, it's their fifth birthday, and they have installed, and I'm going to show you, Lori, a pool oh in their gosh. parking lot. Oh my word! They have actually they have two pools. It they looks two, like a pool 12, at a fancy resort yeah. with the swings. So there's two pools, twelve by twenty four, in the parking lot, and they have a swim up bar in between them. And so you can basically buy tickets, VIP access to the pool Fun. for tomorrow. What a cute idea! And I know, and it's a cute little. It's like it's an actually it's like in the middle of the city, just in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm a little worried for the people who drink like they do. Yeah, okay, but. I'm just saying, it's kind of a neat, it's a great idea. And they have a lot of great drink specials and their food is really good and tropical and fun and yum and good. Okay. Um, the other thing, I'm just going to shout out to the Women's World Cup, which is happening, you know, it started today. France oh, okay. defeated Korea by a 4-0 to score. Um, but in, in town, we have a ton of places that are showing it. You know, and the women's, the U.S. women's national team, of course, they're favored to win. They are. So every Irish pub will have this on in every Everybody British place. Was, but you can watch the women's team, the U.S. women's team playing at Surly if you want outside. Okay. There's a big thing at big Surly. Screen. And then La Doña Cerveceria, which is a Mexican um, brewery that we have, kind of in the Harris. Her- Harrington neighborhood. I just mm-hmm. I miss that over kind of by uh, International Market Square. Yeah, they're doing a big street fair on the 16th for the whole World Cup whole stuff. Thing. So yeah, it's like there's so many great places to go watch and you know kind of hang yeah. out with some footy. Yeah. So okay, good. Those are the fun things. Okay, I know. Uh, like uh, you know. 
the the clay court when, or the French Open is going on and right like you know I haven't been able to talk to my brother for like two weeks because he's got his yeah I'm gonna be World Cupping until probably like July seventh okay there I'll you be, go I'll be skipping work okay all clear. right I got a few music <laughs> picks uh, before we get to our I, in honor of you being here today we have food pickup lines oh good um, but tonight Chase and Ovation are playing down at Bunkers <gasps> love and them co- you know Prince covers so the, you know. Thank Prince, actually, yep. you know, like, go ahead, you can do my music. So that is perfect they're for Bunkers. They're a great band. They are, I know, they're all And Bunkers is where I've seen, seen them every time. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and Bunkers love, love Bunkers. We're yep. trying to support our local music venues. So that we don't get a Lee's Liquor Lounge situation. Oh, yeah. And v- 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 Vucare is closing what after is the Jazz what? Fest. I didn't hear that. Yes, yes Donnie, oh, after man. the Jazz Fest in St. Paul. place. Why do people why? don't aren't going out to music to clubs yeah. Yeah. to listen to live yeah. bands? I don't know. High and Mighty is at the Minnesota Music Cafe. Good. Love them tomorrow night. GB Layton is at the Minnesota Music Cafe. I always Good. like that place. Good. Louis Miguel is at the Excel. There is going to be a lot of screaming ladies <laughs> downtown tomorrow night. Because I believe it is. He's like Elvis Presley of the. You know, yeah, I, know. I mean, he's hot, hot, hot. Rob Thomas is at Mystic. Okay. Yeah. And um, Alive and Kicking is playing tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday afternoon at the Bloomington Center for the Arts. And they have a special I got one more for you. What? Tomorrow night? Yeah. Fabulous Armadillos. Oh, at the at Chan, Chan? Doing one-hit wonders. Oh, my gosh. That'll yeah. be great. Mm-hmm. And is Pamela singing? She is. Yeah. So much music. So okay. much music. All right, let's get some pickup lines, shall we? Okay, let's oh, do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I do have one more. One more, Joy. Uh, the Bird in Loring Park is doing some stuff tonight for yes, Prince. Yes, they they're having actually a pop-up called Prince Born on Day. Yeah. And there's a food pop-up. It's dinner. You can have a four-course dinner of like foods that Prince loved by Chef Lachelle Cunningham. She's amazing. But Mina... Uh, Mina Moore. Mina Moore will be singing during the, both courses of dinner. And then there's a dance party... Starting at nine thirty. Yeah. Okay. Good. So this that one was really yours. Yeah. I was like, we can't get. I forgot get about it. Yeah. Time for pickup lines. Okay. Pickup <laughs> lines. Have come. Uh, I thought I'd do food pickup lines in honor oh, of you today. Let's do it. Um, go ahead and use whatever ones you feel strong enough for. I think um, <laughs> your cupcakes make my souffles rise. Oh. Could be kind of cute in the right situation. You remind me of cheese. I want you on everything. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had some butter for them biscuits. That's kind of cute. I know. I like kinda. that one. Do you have any Pro- sriracha sauce? Because you fire me up. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I double dog dare someone to use this this weekend. You must work at Subway because you're giving me a foot long. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Double dog Duh. dare someone. That could get you slapped in the face. Uh, anyone can sit here and buy you drinks, but I can buy you dinner. That's a good line. I like that line. If that, that gets a plus ten, that gets That's a plus a ten. Classy, yeah. yeah, you must be peanut butter because you're making my legs feel like jelly. Oh, <laughs> That's cute. It is kind of cute. That's cute. Um, it reminds me of the time I told my friend Terry Cardi that she had peanut butter legs, and I didn't even know what it meant in high school because I would hurt. I would hear my uncle describe people. Oh yeah, you know peanut butter the legs. Peanut butter legs. Yeah. Easy to spread, yes. hard to eat. Oh, That's what my it means. God! I oh, never knew that. I did not know that. I did not know oh. that. I was seeing him looking at you trying to figure no, out, like, no. what does that mean? And when I called my friend that, because I, I thought she was flirting with my boyfriend, yeah. I said, yeah, you're just nothing but peanut butter legs. And she goes, 
Oh, yeah. And I said, yeah. And she goes, what does that mean? I go, I have no idea. And we burst out laughing. Oh, my God. So good. I had to ask my uncle years Ooh. later, what did peanut butter legs mean? Okay. Uh, let's see. For a National Donut Day, you're looking so sweet. You've got my eyes glazed over like donuts. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's a lot to remember. That's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit much. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if I'll give you one last one. Baby, if you were a burger at McDonald's, you'd be McGorgeous. That's kind of cute. You're mine at McDonald's. And I only like this one because I did it a couple weeks ago, but I, I think... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's kind of cute. I do not fancy wines. I prefer moans. Oh, that's a clever. That's yeah, clever. It's, it's, that's a little clever. Think a little yeah, yeah, you need to think about that. And uh, I want you more than a... Hagen does in a hot summer day. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one that said, Baby, you got more legs than a bucket of KFC. KFC that was I cute. Know, yeah. All right, listen, we come back. We've got our other favorite uh, stories that we didn't get to today. Cindy Lauper sang that song. Yes, she did. That was another song Prince wrote and gave to somebody else, That's but right. he also recorded it in his new album, The Originals. All the songs he wrote for other people is out today. And John Bream had a really great story about like the producer about that the, worked with yeah. him and out in LA during those years. And just it was kind of in he was so prolific, he 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 like he dreamt in songs. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I think we just kind of forget. Um, it's sad that we don't, you know, didn't like really, really know all the good things that we needed to know before. Yeah, but I you know. Like. The perspective of someone being gone, it's unfortunate, but yeah. it is, you know, it is kind of stops you for a moment. Yeah. And then, then you get to appreciate things. Yeah, I know it. I know it. All right. Some other stories. It was, Dean Martin would have been like, I don't know how old today, but TCM put out a real cute picture of oh, Dean well, Martin. Well, 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 I used oh. to love Dean Martin. I did too. My, my, I mean, I don't know. I think I grew to love Dean Martin because we, when we lived in Japan and we lived on base, nothing, we didn't have TV, nothing. So they would show us. At the theater, USO shows of Bob Hope. They would yeah. old television kind of shows. It would B and C and D movies, nothing first <laughs> yes, run. No. And that's how I think I learned about Dean Martin. They would show the, the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis films. And- I was like, I, I was a big rat packer. You were? For some reason as a teenager. I, I don't know if it's just because I watched like, you know, Some like of the movies, TV. Yeah, the I watched weird shows, TVs. And yeah. so oh, I, I had like, show. yeah, mm-hmm. I had a ton of Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, the whole thing. Yeah, so I don't know how old Dean... 102. You would have been 102. Uh, yeah, see, when you're famous, you, you just keep, keep aging right? even after you die. You make amazing reaches. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugh Grant, this is a, we talked a little bit about this story, The Hollywood Reporter, where they get together five or six different actors. The women did it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, right, right, and They right. talk about their choices in their career and how the business has changed. And Hugh Grant is always good for 
you some know, quotes and some. He's a good quote. He really he is. does give good quotes. Yeah. Yesterday he said he was too old and ugly and fat to be a rom com lead. Well, no, because yeah, romantic no. romance in your life, I hope, never ends. No, so and also keep going. Yeah. Um, but he said. Uh, he the, one of the questions was what's your what's one of your regrets about your acting career and he said I should have made interesting decisions instead I did almost the identical thing seventeen times in a row <laughs> <laughs> after four weddings and a funeral yeah, well that's kind of true well that's what the scripts yeah. that were but coming that's what I was going to say people say that's what we wanted to yeah, see him we in wanted and that from him he said I took everything the worse it was the quicker I took it oh god <laughs> oh man um he, he, but he would be right for a comeback like you know well he's was in this he's been acting in a lot of like the very yes, english scandal yeah he no. does yeah. act but he's not doing you were not seeing him in movies or whatever but i'd love to see him in a movie with like starring opposite you know wh- whomever Who? in any any kind of a rom-com yeah. just somebody that's around the same age yeah as that's he is. me yeah exactly i don't yeah. want to see him with a young you know puffy little well, thing yeah well he did the movie with renee i mean not renee zellweger um uh, oh yeah, Mer- Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. He did yeah. the the, yeah. the, the lady got, one. Yeah, yeah. the art. No, uh, I can't remember the name of yeah, it. Yeah, he was remember. the opera lady. Yes. based on a true yes. story. Yes. No, I can't recall the name. Yeah, but no. you know. But yeah, I wouldn't movie. mind seeing like you know it's that whole thing like Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep and Steve Martin did that you know you whatever that was so cute that was a cute rom com that yes. had lots of layers for somebody who's not like a young twenty something thirty yeah. something. It's like, like the like the hit that they had with the book club with Jane Fonda yeah. and Diane Keaton and yeah. Andy Garcia mm-hmm. and. Don yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Hollywood just wants to see young flesh on I the know. screen, the beautiful people. But, you know, I mean, the movie audience is there for all kinds for of all things. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, he's really great. I lo- we love Hugh Grant. We're going to say Lawrence Foster Jenkins. That's what yes, it was. Thank you, uh, Donnie. Oof. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I did not know that uh, there was a re telling of Cinderella that was coming out but oh another either. one yeah this is a retelling okay 2021 so a long ways away it feels like James Corden is producing it and Camilla Cabello is starring in it and it's a James Corden idea where it will follow the original music for the movie but it's just gonna be a different tale it's not gonna be the one that we know where the stepmother and the prince right, the and the castle and, and the, the slippers something and else that, yeah. a little mm. bit different so mm. i'm intrigued mm. and i'm glad that 2021 is two years away and we yes. don't have to think about it anymore nope, than we're that. done now with that <laughs> um we're gonna sing right place wrong wrong time at least attempt it <laughs> i think donnie will be the best at all you, know, you just have to sing John. like this this yeah, is what you gotta do with your you voice got, yeah you gotta do it do you yeah. say gree okay. gree Gree, gree, yeah. Uh, Dirks Bentley is the final act announced for that grandstand thing that happens at the end of August that shall not be named. Why? What, be- why are we not naming it? Well, because I can't Warriors stand the hype. Real. I can't stand that the food will be released. <laughs> oh, you're and that you're all already, the magazine that all the, you're, you're looking at the person who is actually the one who fires that machine. Yeah, no, know? I can't stand the hype because <laughs> summer goes by so fast. I know, and that's. That is a thing. I, it's it a harbinger of the end of it summer. It rushes things, and it makes me feel like Minnesotans don't need to be that desperate. So I just <laughs> no, call it the are. thing that shall be okay. unnamed. But can I just tell you, I had three different press releases in my inbox today for back to school. Yeah, no, so, it's oh, pathetic. Stop it's it. just stop it. terrible. And then uh, Lori Laughlin's going to be sued by USC over the college admissions scandal. So what? Just what? know that's happening. They're going to sue her yeah. yes. for letting them... 
cheat her. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. Uh, okay, In memory of the late Dr. John. Passed away at age 77. Thank you, Danny. I've been in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I was in the right 